Hello, and welcome to another episode of Music and Vibes. I am your host, Kiana W. Mitchell. Guys, I just want to say that I am so happy and excited to be spending this time with you again this week. I am always just so honored that each week you choose to spend time with me. So thank you so much for hanging out with me again this week. Now, last week, my daughters had a problem at school. Yeah, while they were in the cafeteria at their school, um, both of my daughters, the older two, they're in middle school. And over fall break, the school kind of changed their schedule. Normally, the school has it where you can drop your kid off at 7.30. And they start school, I think, at 8 o'clock. I'm not really sure because I've always dropped them off at 7.30. But what they did was they changed it. And so, instead of school starting at either 8 o'clock, I think it may have been 8.05. Anyway, instead of school starting at 8 o'clock or at 8.05, it now starts at 8.15. But you can still drop your kid off at 7.30 for school. So this is what I have been doing. So technically, just because they're starting, classes are starting later, it hasn't really affected me because I still drop them off at 7.30 every day. So apparently, what's been going on is that there's a whole influx of students there because apparently all the parents think like I do, and we just keep the same time we normally drop our kids off. And it's probably because they're busy, working, etc., 7.30 is just a good time. So there's a whole bunch of kids there. And so my daughters, when they got back from fall break, they were telling me how they weren't getting a chance to really eat breakfast. They were rushed out of the cafeteria. They couldn't stay. And of course, I was like, okay. They were telling me how one teacher was just being rude, telling the kids, get up, go, go, whatever. So I'm just like, guys, maybe she's having a bad day. You should pray for her. I mean, if she's just having a bad morning, you know. You just see her in the morning, you'll be fine. Maybe she's just having a bad day. So this went on for a couple of weeks. And then one day last week, I had just gotten home from the gym. And my kids started to, like, stalk or text and call me. Now, when I say stalk or text and call me, that's like calling me back to back to back. Or texting me back to back to back. At the time, though, I was busy. I was doing something. So I didn't even know they were calling. I just heard my phone, like, blowing up, going on, going off text messages whatever so when I finally got a chance to look at it I saw that my kids Kennedy and Megan had kept that they called and text called and text so I called them back and they're like mom could you please come pick us up we're really upset we had the teachers mean it mean to us at breakfast we only have five minutes to eat this that and the other please come pick us up and they're all upset crying emotional they were just not happy so of course being the overprotective parent that I am I was just like what First, I'm thinking, okay, who has been messing with my kids? Now, I'm not the crazy parent who thinks that no one can talk to their kids. That's not me. I do believe that if you do speak to my kids, it should be in love and with respect. I don't go along with the fact that grown-ups should be yelling at kids and talking down to them and being mean to them. I think if you want them to respect you, you need to respect them. Now, that's just my personal feeling. So, of course, I am not. I don't like a lot of people telling my kids what to do. Because I don't think, not so much I don't want them to tell my kids what to do, but I don't want them to be mean in the way that they say it. I know how I talk to my kids, and I expect people to talk to them the same way. My kids aren't used to being screamed and hollered at. Like, if you raise your voice a little bit, they're, like, upset about it. Because that's, ever since they were younger, I've never really screamed at them. I just said, nope, don't do this. You know, it was more of, okay, don't do this, don't do that. It was more directive. And it was no screaming, no hollering, anything like that. So... They were really upset. And, of course, I wanted to go to the school at that moment to talk to that teacher or find out what was going on. I actually wanted to go pick him up. But my husband had taken a car. We only had one car. So he had taken a car. I was at the house. Not much I could do. So when he came back, 
I would tell him what happened. I was like, Chris, I'm going to go pick them up. He's like, no, 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 no. He's like, you can't pick them up every single time there's a problem. He said, you got to, they have to learn how to deal with this. And I thought about that. I was like, you know, that's true. And then I remember reading somewhere where we were saying how, not millennials, but kids who were born like in 2000, how they have a hard, how they see now that they're growing up, they're having a hard time adjusting to life because parents have always been there. We don't let our kids do things that much by themselves. They're less independent. It's hard for them to stand up for themselves and do stuff just because of that. So I was like, no, I need the girls to kind of grow up. And I mean, before when they were younger, it was fine. I was always jumping in. But now they're at 13 and 12. And I was just like, you know, they need to know how to handle things. So what I did was I texted them back and I was like, listen, okay, I did tell them I was going to pick them up. So I texted them back and I was like, listen, guys, I was like, are you going to see the teacher anymore for the rest of the day? And they texted me back. They're like, no. I said, okay, well, if you're not going to see the teacher anymore for the rest of the day, I said, then I'm not going to pick you up. I said, just know that I'm going to handle this. I'm going to take care of it. I said, but in the meantime, I need you to calm down, go to class and finish your day. So they're like, okay. So they did that. And I went to the school. And when I went to school, I talked to one of the principals there and I explained what happened. And then they explained to me about how with so many kids in the lunchroom and how the lady probably did not mean to upset them or anything, but that she was probably just trying to get the kids out. So we talked about it, but we both agreed that my kids needed more than five minutes for lunch and the screaming and talking rude to them is not going to fly. So we talked about it and... So what they did was the school dealt with it. They talked to my kids to find out again what happened. Then they talked to the teacher. Everything was resolved. And I have to give a shout out to um, Madison City Schools. They are amazing. It's like anytime my kids have been in the school system since the time they were in kindergarten. And anytime there's an issue, they're on it. They're so polite. They consider it. They respect the kid. They respect the parents. They are all over your concerns and they will address them and it's a good school so I felt good after I talked to the principal knowing that okay things are going to be resolved they're going to be fine and everything's going to be okay and the thing that I liked the most that they did was when they talked to the girls they encouraged them they're like listen if you have a problem they're like you need to tell us you need to start advocating for yourself and you need to tell us what's going on so I mean it was a good experience a good learning moment and I think that the thing that I like the most about it, I think that uh, my kids, they learned a lesson about advocating for themselves and how to stand up for themselves in an appropriate manner, because I do think some ways are not appropriate, but they learn how to stand up for themselves. And I was proud about that. And they're learning now how to take care of things on their own. But the thing that I was also proud about is myself. I was proud that I am learning because it was like an aha moment. My kids are getting older. Like, they're not babies. I can't just be there 100% of the time to protect them and stop any hurt feelings or anything. They're going to have to learn how to deal with some things and work through some things and problem solve. And so I realized that as a parent, it is my job to still watch out for them and navigate and make sure they're okay. But I got to let them start doing some things for themselves. So I was happy that I went to the school not to pick them up. But to talk to a teacher and be like, your guys are going to be fine. And kind of on my end, walk them through the whole process as well. So kudos for me. Kudos for the kids. Kudos for school. It was a it was a situation that was resolved and I was just happy with the outcome. So I know I'm not the only parent who had to figure it out that, oh, my kids are growing up. They got to start doing this stuff for themselves. So if you guys have any stories about a time when you realize 
that your kid was growing up and that you had to let them do certain things on their own. I would love to hear from you. And I love to hear these stories because it helps me realize, okay, I'm not the only one. Because sometimes as a parent, you're like, oh my goodness, am I the only one who do that, does this? Or am I the only one who's going through this? And I just think that I'm not. I know I'm not. But sometimes parents don't talk. So if you have a story you would like to share with me about the time you realized your kid was growing up and that you had to just let him go, let him grow up, and that you had to parent them a different way, then please go over to the Music and Vibes Facebook page and you can message me your story. I would love to hear from you. Today on the podcast, I would like to talk about the topic of ignoring things and signs in your marriage. And I specifically want to talk about some signs that you should never ignore in your relationship or your marriage. And if you have ignored these signs, what you can do about them to fix it. Now, I have noticed over the years that many of us ignore things that we do not want to deal with. For example, I have avoided going to the dentist for years because I hate going to the dentist. When I was younger, I had like a bike accident and it knocked out like my two front teeth. And so for almost two and a half years, I had to constantly go to the dentist, get my teeth worked on, do have like dental surgeries and stuff. So I absolutely hate going to the dentist and I avoid it at all costs. And so, yeah, I avoid going to the dentist. But if you guys noticed, I did say I avoided going to the dentist in the past because that's past tense. And this year, I did go to the dentist. But it was only because my daughters were complaining that they had to go to the dentist and I didn't have to go. So, you know, as parents, you do stuff just to shut your kids up. So, yeah, eventually I did go to the dentist just to shut them up. Now, my husband avoids going to the doctor because he just hates going to the doctor. The only time that my husband will go to the doctor is if he is in extreme pain and Tylenol is not working. All right, you can stop laughing at him because I know some of you have the same fear and you haven't been to the doctor in years. And for that same exact reason, you just don't like to go. So, maybe going to the doctor or going to the dentist is not something you're afraid of. But I bet if you and I were going to have a personal conversation, you would eventually reveal to me something that you are avoiding because either you are afraid to do it or you don't know how to fix a certain situation. It's fine. It is not uncommon to avoid and even ignore things that you're afraid of or things that give you anxiety. None of us ever wake up in the morning saying, hey, today's the day I'm going to face my fears or today's the day I'm going to deal with all the challenging situations in my life. Now, we should do this. It would be helpful if we did this, but let's just be honest. Most of us are not going to do this and we don't do this. And you know, if you have been avoiding some things and dealing with things in your life for whatever reason, and you know whatever it is, what you're avoiding, what you're not doing, you, I just want to tell you that it's okay. Yep. Whatever reason you may have for avoiding or not doing whatever it is you should be doing or you're ignoring, it is okay. Now, you shouldn't beat up on yourself about it. It happens. It's life. Maybe you're afraid, as I said before, or you just lack the skills to either identify or deal with a problem. You are the only one who knows what's keeping you from effectively dealing with these issues in your life or in your marriage. Let's just be clear. Ignoring these problems in your relationship or your marriage is not going to make these issues go away. So just because I say it's okay, it doesn't mean that you can continue. Now that we brought it to your attention and you know, hey, I've been ignoring this thing. 
then now is the time for us to start working on it and stop ignoring it and deal with the problem. Now, remember when I said that I avoided going to the dentist for years, but this year I finally went? Well, when I did finally go to the dentist, I found out that I had a lot of issues with my gums and my teeth. Found out I had like periodontal disease. I'm going to need a lot of work on my teeth to get them healthy again, which of course is going to cost a lot of money. Now, all of this could have been avoided if I had gone to the dentist when I first started feeling like my teeth were sensitive or when I first started noticing problems with my teeth or gums. Now, just like I could have avoided all of the dental work that I'm going to need, you can avoid some of the issues in your relationship or marriage. So don't be like me and wait until there are major problems that your marriage is in trouble. You need to stop ignoring the warning signs now and begin to work on your marriage. Now, my major problems are with my teeth which I'm taking care of, but you know what? That's a problem, but it's a lot harder to, it's not, it is hard to fix marriages that are in a state of disrepair or a mess. So the thing I want you to do right now, stop ignoring the warning signs and begin to work on your marriage. I was reading an article from today.com and it was talking about some of the warning signs that you should never ignore in your marriage. Now the article is pretty lengthy, so I'm not going to talk about everything that the article talked about, but I am going to just talk about the warning signs, the problem, and how to begin working on these problems. So guys, if you just want to read the article in its entirety, I'm going to post it to the Music and Vibes Facebook page probably today. So here we go. The first sign that you should never ignore is that you and your spouse live very busy lives and do not have time to spend to e- with each other. The problem with this is that you're creating neglect and you're neglecting your marriage or your relationship. The solution is to make time for each other and spend time together doing things. Now, the important thing to remember about spending time with together is that it needs to be intentional but not intense. You know how sometimes we're just so like, oh, I got to do this now. This I have to spend time with you now. This is my schedule. I got to do this. But it's not quality time. It's not fun time because it's just so intense. It's like something to mark off your list. It should not be like that. It should be intentional, but just not a tense situation or uncomfortable where you're just like, okay, I'm spending time, what next? It's also helpful to remember that it is all about the quality of the time you spend together and maybe not maybe not um, how much time you spend together. For example, um, I noticed that with me. If there's something I want to do, like I like to write, I like to write songs, I podcast, I do a lot of things. And on any given day, most of the time I'm able to put in the time that I need to because I'm no longer working. I'm doing this full time. However, there are days when something come up with the kids or I need to do something for my husband, run errands, shop, clean up. I don't know. Something comes up and I cannot spend as much time as I want to. But I notice if I just set aside maybe two hours and in those two hours I sit down and I just go through what I need to do. It doesn't matter that I didn't have the five or six hours I wanted to work on it. The two hours become a lot because I'm intentional about what I do. And it's quality time that I'm spending doing what I need to do. So it's quality time. So if you don't have the five or six hours to spend with your husband or wife a day and they work and you work, if you can just find maybe an hour or two a day where you can even sometimes half an hour, 45 minutes, whatever time you can find to spend together, whether you're sitting down eating lunch, talking about your day, whether you're texting on the phone, whatever it is, those little moments that you can carve out throughout your day, that is quality time with them is beneficial to your marriage. What is quality time? Quality time is when you're spending time 
doing something together that you both enjoy, talking together about your day, going over dreams, goals, you know, just that time that you're connecting with each other. Because so many times we can be in the same house with our spouse, but we're not connecting and we don't have quality time. Just because you're in a room with someone doesn't mean it's quality time. So the goal here is to spend quality time and not so much a quantity. Quantity is good, but if it's quantity and quality, then you're good. If you're just spending quantity of time, it's not helping. But if you spend quality time, that helps. So spend that quality time. And then every now and then, I would say maybe every couple of days, make it a habit to check in with your spouse and spend that type of quality time with them. Okay, another sign that you should not ignore is the chronic nitpicking and criticism. The problem is that and the yeah yeah chronic nitpicking and criticism now the problem to this that is being ignored is underlying disdain now both partners can ignore this problem because neither partner either wants to deal with the problem or they they do not know how to deal with it which is true because if someone's just criticizing you all the time it's like if you're if you don't want to argue most of the time you probably will ignore it because you're like i just don't want to argue about it or if you deal with it you're just going to argue which gets you nowhere but the solution to this problem is to talk with each other and then remember what brought you two together in the first place. I would encourage you to seek the help of a professional, a counselor, a pastor, mentor, or a life coach to help you navigate through the solution of this problem. Because if there is underlying disdain that is there consciously or subconsciously, then you need to talk about this and work it out so that it does not become a bigger problem. Now, This sign that I'm going to talk about next can easily be ignored, and this sign is not offering support when it matters. I think the reason this sign is easy to ignore is because it brings up old wounds that neither spouse is equipped to deal with. The problem that is being ignored with this sign is the loss of trust. So it's just saying that you're not offering support when it matters because you are not trusting that person. The solution to this problem is recognize first what's going on, that you're not offering support when it really matters. And then with the help of a counselor, learn how to talk about what caused the loss or the lack of trust and then see what you can do moving forward to resolve the issue. And I do strongly suggest going through this and talking about these things with a counselor because it always helps to have someone who is someone who can someone on the outside looking in because sometimes if you're in the problem or you're in the storm you can't see how to get out of it but if there's someone on the outside they can see how to get out they can kind of help you guide help you navigate through the problem and guide you through this so the solution is talking about it and i would once again i always say i would highly suggest and recommend that you talk about this with a counselor and work through this now the fourth sign is something that at least one spouse would do And that is to ignore the elephant in the room. Now, sometimes it's very hard to talk about subjects that are very sensitive topics in a relationship. And therefore, instead of talking about these topics, we tend to ignore them. It should not surprise you to know that the problem for ignoring the elephant in the room is that there is poor communication because you don't know how to talk about it or you can't talk about it. Now, how do you fix this problem? Well, it should not surprise you to know that in order to fix the problem, what you have to do? You have to have a conversation about the quote-unquote elephant in the room, which, of course, would make sense. So the article suggests that having a conversation about the topic, even if the conversation is awkward, you should talk about it. 
It's recommended that having a conversation in the presence of, once again, a counselor, pastor, or friend that you both trust can be helpful as you both begin to talk about the problem. And finally, the last sign that should never, ever, ever be ignored is cheating. Okay, we can all agree cheating is a problem. So, the problem to this sign is neglect, and it's a spouse that feels neglected. Now, even though cheating may be hard for a relationship to come back from, it's possible for a marriage to survive an affair. The solution to the problem, though, is what? Uh-huh. To talk about the issues that contributed to the affair. And once again, I strongly suggest that you enlist the help of a marriage counselor as you navigate through what caused the affair and what both partners can do to change and make the marriage better. Now, after writing all of these signs, I can kind of see why people may choose to ignore these signs. Because if you notice, a lot of it has to deal with communication, like talking through things, recognizing things, like be on top of the problems. Don't let them just sit and fester and get angry. It's like when it comes up, you deal with it. I remember when I was a new parent and I was reading about discipline and it was talking about how it's important to discipline a child as soon as it happens. So if your kid kicks someone, it's important to put them in timeout immediately and not wait like two days. Like, you know what, Johnny? You kicked someone two days ago, you're going to go to timeout. So I guess the same approach works with marriage. Now, I'm not saying put your husband in timeout or put your wife in timeout or punishment. No, I'm not saying that. But what I'm saying is that as soon as you guys see a problem, starting something becoming a problem or recognize an issue, you should talk about it and address it so that you can deal with it immediately, which will probably stop a lot of um, feelings of neglect or disdain or frustration or lack of trust. Communication is the key and we should recognize signs and deal with them and not just ignore them. So today, if you are one of those people who are ignoring things, Please, 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 for the sake of your marriage, do not ignore any of the signs that you're currently seeing. Now, the signs that you're seeing may not even be any of the five that I mentioned. But if you are seeing signs in your marriage that things are not right, please begin to work on them now and recognize what they are. By doing this, you can spare yourself and your marriage the headache, the heartache, and the pain that ignoring these signs can cause. I would also like to point out that none of these signs occur overnight. Yeah. The problems may have been there all along and you just didn't notice it. But believe me, these problems are not going to go away unless you do something about them. The great thing about noticing a problem is that once you recognize what the problem is, you can begin to work on the problem and work on a solution to your problem. Marriage is not perfect or easy, but with a lot of hard work, and I always say a lot of hard work because it takes hard work. And I personally think without a lot of hard work in anything, it's not going to work. So, marriage isn't easy, but with a lot of hard work, your marriage can thrive. And both you and your spouse can experience the love and intimacy and the fulfillment in your marriage. Now, this week, I would just like to encourage you to stop ignoring the problems. Take off your blinders. Open your eyes. Start to recognize the issues that you may have or that you may know are there, but you're ignoring. And begin to work on them today. Now, the song that we're going to listen to today is called Something's Going On. And the song is about a woman who is ignoring some major, serious signs and issues in her relationship, but she chooses to ignore them. So here is the song, Something's Going On. I see all the signs, but I choose to ignore them. Because if I say anything, it means to leave me. So I keep quiet. 
before I end the show, I would just like to say thank you so much to Anique Music for their continual support of Music and Vibes. Anique Music has been our sponsor um, pretty much since day one, and I am just thrilled for their sponsorship. Anique Music is a publishing company that represents all of the music heard here on the show. So thank you, Anique Music, for your continued support. I would also like to thank the Music and Vibes store for their sponsorship of the program. The Music and Vibes store is an online store that will make you the envy of all your friends. Now, this store is, is an online store, like I said, and it's going to be opening soon. So please stay tuned to Music and Vibes for more details about the store grand opening. I can end, I cannot end the podcast without saying thank you to the most important and wonderful people of all. And guess who that is? Yes. That is you, the people who listen to the show on a regular basis. Words cannot express how much I truly appreciate all of you. And guys, thank you so much for spending time with me each week. I appreciate it more than you'll ever know. Now, if you like this week's episode of the podcast, then please do me a favor and share it with a friend. And don't forget to subscribe to the podcast. What I think I'm going to do in the show notes, I'm going to put up the... um website that we have because on the website if you have not subscribed to the podcast and you don't want to miss any episodes if you just go to our webpage, new every time i put out a new episode it comes up on the web page so if you go to our website you can get all the latest updates and music and vibes you can find out about the store you can find out um information about the podcast, and you can get new episodes. We even have a blog that you can read. So there's a lot of things going on. I'm excited about the website. So don't forget to go check out our website. And our website is musicandvibes.com. Once again, our website is musicandvibes.com. So just go check it out. And guys, I know we just started doing the Friday thing. So please, please, please don't forget to join me on Friday for our Friday edition of Music and Vibes. And that's that's called Weekend Love. Now, that also comes up on our website under the podcast section. So you can just go there and listen to it. Now, on Weekend Love, I have been sharing some amazing ways to reconnect with your spouse or a significant other over the weekend. So I hope you can join me on Fridays as well so that you can try some of these tips at home. I think it's going to be a lot of fun. All right. Well, once again, I've enjoyed my time with you, and I hope that your day is as amazing and special as you are. Until next time, bye-bye, and I'll talk to you later. <laughs>